Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys, whether that's your work-life balance journey or your stay-at-home mom life journey, um, so that they can let go and make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you are a regular listener to One of a Kind You, I am so glad that you decided to join me again for another episode. If you are a new listener, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. And if you are new, the way that this podcast usually works is that I read a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago, and then I reflect on what I know now and what I wish I had known then. So for this journal entry, it dates back to January 19th of 2016, and I'm not going to read the first half of the entry because it's about um, Casey having a temper tantrum at the trampoline park because she didn't get to jump as much as she wanted because she had an accident and then didn't like the jump park socks that she had to wear since her socks were wet. And when we got to the car, I completely lost my mind and started screaming like a crazy lady. And I talked about that in last week's episode. So I won't go into all of that again on this episode. I would rather focus on the last half of the journal entry because there is new um, takeaways there that I'd like to share. So that is where I'm going to pick up. And the part of the journal entry where I'm going to start goes like this. Several weeks ago, I printed some codependency resources to help myself until I can get to the counseling again. I finally had the chance to look at one of the activities last night. It talked about reacting like a lemon and like something sweet. Without completing the exercise fully, I know how the difference feels. When I start to feel myself getting upset, I need to think about something sweet so I don't have the lemon response. Pete's work schedule has been super crazy the past couple of weeks, so I have to keep a positive mindset in an attempt to keep it together. I don't want to feel like I fall apart at every speck of hardship or frustration. That will not help me in any way if I do. Just breathe. So I want to go back to the exercise about, you know, acting like a lemon or something sweet. So with codependency, the way that I I understood it at the time, and I really still understand it now, and I, I didn't take the time to write down, you know, the actual um, like official definition of codependency. But really, um, codependent codependency is when you take on another person's emotions. It's different than being an empath um, because when you're a codependent, those emotions you take them on, and they ultimately have more priority than your own emotions. So. With this suggestion of acting like a lemon or like something sweet, I understood, but really when you're taking on someone else's emotions, I mean, I don't know how relevant that suggestion is. I can honestly say I don't think I ever actually tried it. I haven't looked forward in additional journal entries, but if I can recall clearly, I don't think I ever did um, because... That was a surface level strategy. That didn't get to the root of why I was codependent. And two, it takes a ton of self-awareness to realize that you're being codependent in the moment. And I didn't have that awareness still after a year in counseling. I didn't fully have the awareness of when I was running the pattern of codependency. So for me, that was the first step. I could have act like a lemon or something sweet, but until I had the awareness 
to really understand what was triggering the codependency, the strategy wasn't going to last. And it wasn't going to feel natural because my natural state was feeling like the lemon and losing my mind and completely just coming unhinged. And so for me to then say, oh, let me act like something sweet that wasn't even in my wheelhouse because I wasn't coping with the codependency on a deep level. I wasn't healing the trauma that caused the codependency. And actually, the codependency was a learned behavior um, growing up. So my dad's mother, my grandmother, runs a pattern of codependency. And typically, you'll find codependency in families where there's um, alcohol or drug addiction. So she grew up in a household with alcohol addiction. And then she passed that pattern of codependency down to her children, who then my dad passed it on to me. And then on my mom's side of the family, my mom also grew up in an environment with alcohol and drug addiction. And my mom, I think, learned some patterns of codependency and then passed them on. So the first thing is that I once I learned about patterns, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to change the patterns that I run or at least help my girls to learn empowering patterns because, I mean, let's be honest, no one's life is trauma-free. It's just on the level of trauma that you have. So my girls, I would say, have very little trauma in their childhood so far. I would say probably the most traumatic thing is me screaming like a raging lunatic when they were little. Um, But there's other than that, there's really nothing there. And so because I've worked really hard to make sure that I don't, you know, subject my girls to trauma and I'm not judging, you know, no one's perfect. So if you're still working to break the patterns, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, So it was just not a realistic uh, expectation to have of myself that I would be able to, in the moment, snap out of it and say, oh, I'm being a lemon. Let me turn into a cupcake or let me turn into a lollipop or whatever. And so really the first thing that I needed to do was get to the root of the codependency. And a lot of it was um, childhood trauma stemming from my parents' divorce and um, some some other things. And so... That would have been the place to start. But of course, I wasn't able to do that for myself because I wasn't a life coach. And all the tools and strategies and information that I was getting with a therapist wasn't helping me to get to that place either because we were so focused on the feelings in the moment, but not actually moving past those feelings. So when I would go for a counseling session, it just felt like Groundhog Day. It was almost like the same conversation over and over and over. And I didn't leave there feeling, I left there feeling like, oh my gosh, I can do this. It's going to be great. And then by the next day, I was like, oh my God, this is awful. I need to go back to see the counselor again. I can't wait a whole week. And so I got to the point though where I started to feel like I don't even have anything to talk about because it was the same conversation happening and over and over and over. And so really the the place to start is recognizing what's causing the trigger because once you can recognize what's causing the trigger then you can develop a strategy for how to move forward once you're triggered maybe lemon versus something sweet is the right strategy for you i just don't think it was for me so i needed to learn how to respond in the moment rather than react and with a tool that felt tangible and realistic and aligned with who I was in that moment. So, and the other thing that I want to talk about is Pete's work schedule and my mindset. So it, 
it didn't matter about the mindset per se because in that moment I could tell myself oh I have a positive mindset I can do this I'm a good mom I can be patient I you know can manage all the house and the kids and working and all that by myself you know it would be nice to have Pete around more but I can do this I'm capable I knew deep down I was capable I knew that I could manage all the things by myself even if I was tired I knew that I could do that so it wasn't the mindset it wasn't the belief that I wasn't capable it was the trauma response it was all the triggers and that's where I was truly struggling I was struggling with recognizing what was triggering me and I was struggling with how to respond to the trigger so in the moment when I was triggered then I would create a meaning around the trigger which would then send me into a spiral because the meaning that I was creating in the moment of the trigger was not a positive meaning and so if I had known then that what I needed to do was to actually look for why I was being triggered and the meaning that I was attaching to the trigger I would have been able to move forward with more ease and I would have been able to articulate more clearly to the therapist what I was really struggling with but when I would go to therapy I would just complain that Pete's work schedule was so busy and I was left doing all the things by myself and I was so tired and I needed a break and I couldn't get a break and he just didn't understand because he was so busy with work and he was tired from work and you know it was that dialogue over and over and over but the overwhelm from Pete's work schedule was just a symptom of the true problem the true problem is that I was trying to heal trauma with really no coping mechanisms or no real understanding of how the trauma was impacting me so I did end on a very you know important note though breathing is powerful and if you can stop when you are starting to feel triggered and you can just do some deep breathings whoo that is breath is such a powerful tool with changing the state of your body and so um that was that was good like I just needed to breathe but I didn't understand how to do the breath work I didn't understand uh, that I needed to do it as soon as I started to feel overwhelmed and just give my myself the space to do so so that's all I have for you today for this episode of one of a kind you I am going to start doing something new and um, so what I am going to do, if I have anyone, any listener who is interested, I would like to do a coaching session with someone on this podcast. So if you are a listener and you feel like you need some coaching and you've never been to a coach before and you want to try it out, or if you feel as though you listen each week and you think, oh my gosh, Kim could really help me, I would love to offer you a coaching session to be aired on the one of a kind you podcast we don't have to use your name or any identifying information it can be done in a completely anonymous way and um, I just am feeling so called to do that and I would love to help anyone who's listening or if you are a listener and you have a friend who you feel like might benefit from having some coaching I would be open to coaching them as well so if this is something that people are really interested in and it's uh, you know there's a lot of interest then I will do multiple sessions with people so one session per person and I will do it maybe as a mini series so if you are interested you can message me on social media you can message me on Instagram or Facebook 
or you can send me an email through my website. My website is kimkeen.com and I will put my website and my social media handles in the notes of the podcast so you can get in touch. I am super excited and I hope someone is interested in the offer. I just want to thank you again for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you feel like you have a friend who would benefit from this episode, please feel free to share it. Invite them to tune in next week. And if you're a regular, I hope you join me next Wednesday. So thanks so much and have a great day.